I'm not angry. I think it's funny. <laughs> Hello. Woo, welcome back to another Woo episode of the Woo Not Angry Woo Pod Woo Cast. I am your Woo host, Woo Andrew, and I would sit, say, uh, sitting about uh, Woo 15 Woo inches away from me is Woo Maria. Say Woo hello. Woo hello. Uh, this is the Not Angry Podcast, a podcast that takes a positive, life-affirming look at all things, uh, 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 yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, just things in general. Mm. I don't want to get too specific. <coughs> this week... Set up no context for this podcast. Hey? Hey? It sets up no context. It's a positive, life-affirming look at things. Cool. Look on the brighter side of life. Not a lot of these negative. I won't go. I won't go uh, negative on these podcasts that are mm. negative, but they're negative. <clears throat> right. I try and stay positive. Don't go negative on them, Woo Andrew. I am the United States president. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that movie, American President, when that big conversation was like, "Should we go negative?" Well, I won't go negative. <laughs> and now it's like, that's all there is. Right. Oh, like he wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't go personal. Yeah. You know, you get on television, and you call her a whore. That's it. That's it. That's all it was. Um. So yeah, we watched some stuff. Yeah. And I was what just, else did we do? You know, we do anything else this week. Mm, nothing outside of the norm i guess nothing outside of the norm <laughs> eh? i mean we uh recycled we <laughs> <laughs> recycled yes <laughs> we uh had vegan food we did hipster shit and uh yeah that's it the uh all right i was just looking up who wrote woo assassins okay the, the show we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then one of the guys wrote a few episodes of Sarah Connor Chronicles. Really? And uh, Happen Leonard and a few other shows. Okay. I could see that. <clears throat> so the show we're talking We watched a couple of things this week because honestly, like, God, 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 the movie theater system is just so broken. It really is. You know? Like both at a creative level and a systemic level of just why does this exist still right you know what i mean like i'm sure there's creative scripts and original films out like i i wonder how much of that is still being written and not made uh, and how much of it's going to be on the shelf for a few years and then you know in a few years it's going to be like oh these were the films films. because i feel like there is creatively out there people who want to make those films just the system right now is not allowing them because they're just so focused on you know money i believe it i think they're called dollar dollar bills it's in turnaround or a holding deal where they buy the scripts and they just set them on the shelf because they don't want any Or or just being written well, like they, yeah. they, they will buy scripts and put them on the shelf 
just so another studio can't make it. Mm. It's a lot of that kind of shit happening. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, you know, so the movie ended, even, even I feel like in another 20 or 30 years, people will look at going to the movies the same way people looked at like, like when movies were out and then they would still do those camps where it was like shadow puppets. <laughs> And someone's like, no, but shadow puppets are the real way to enjoy it. That's the real art form. Movies? No, there's no creativity there. It's not the same as sitting in a tent and watching someone make shadow puppets. It's different. It's not the same. And so when I say like, yeah, I just watch it on my TV at home. No, it's not the same. You got to go to the, a room full of strangers and hear popcorn wrappers crinkling in conversation watch and sit on dirty 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 chairs yeah sit on a chair where someone definitely received a hj (laughs) definitely man that's the real way to enjoy that's how i imagine you know that conversation going yeah absolutely and someone just going like i'm not gonna go back and watch like puppet theater in the park i'm we're we're you know past that now right so i say all that to say we just watch stuff on Netflix <laughs> and on VOD. There's so much stuff. There is so much stuff just on Netflix and like straight to video. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. But they barely advertise. Yeah. No, they don't. I like that though. Mm-hmm. Cut out the middleman. I don't need someone to tell me what to watch. It's true. I'll scroll around and then I'll say this looks good or this doesn't look good. I don't need... Tell him, Andrew. I don't need uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. playing uh, rock, paper, scissors with oversized foam hands with pies in the face going like, oh, and by the way, watch my new movie. I know what I want to watch. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. I couldn't imagine being a creative and having to go on those shows. That's really generous to call Robert Downey Jr. a creative. He was. He is. <laughs> you know what I feel? You know what I think happened? <laughs> I, have a th- I was thinking about this the other day. I have a theory. Okay. Tell me your theory. Robert Downey Jr., around the time I think he was trying to like get out of his Marvel contract, mm-hmm. he was doing movies like uh, the, the, ju- judge. the Judge and Due Date and that one where him and uh, uh, where he finds... Uh, What's his name? As though he's like a vi- like a homeless violinist. I think that was before the Marvel films. Well, what it was whatever. Anyway, soloist. Yeah, like he. Was, I feel like he was. The timeline may not match up, so I don't really care. But I feel like while he was like, I'm, t- I gotta get out of this ridiculous like thing. He started making other movies, and no one came out. And then he was like, Oh shit, I'm not a movie star. I have to stay up, you know, here sucking the Kool Aid out of Marvel's dick, or else I won't have a job. It's a theory. It's probably wrong. I mean, you said in the middle of that theory that you don't care about the timeline, so yeah. there's probably a big chance that most of that is wrong. I mean, we can look it up here. <laughs> look it up. We're gonna look it up. I think the soloist was the same time around Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. And then I think due date was around the. Iron Man. New day. You I know didn't see due date. I watched the soloist. Uh, the second Sherlock Holmes came out after Iron Man. Okay. So that's something to think about. Okay. I won't. 
Iron Man, 2008. Tropic Thunder, also 2000. Oh, The Soloist, 2009. Wow. So a year after. Mm-hmm. But then, then, okay, so the first one, but he was still, when was he going to get out of his contract? Like, when was he trying to get out of it? So anyways, like, I, more, okay. I, Sherlock Holmes was 2009 Why did you well. shrug like that? I thought that was the whole bit. I'm getting there. Oh, gotcha. Iron Man 2 was 2010. Due Date was also 2010. Okay. Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows was 2011, and then Avengers was 2012. I mean, I would imagine he started thinking about getting out of the game after that first Avengers. Okay. I kind of remember hearing rumors like Civil Wars. There was like Civil War is going to be the, like he's going to die in Civil War, everybody kept saying. So what was right after Um, the Avengers? Avengers, Iron Man 3. Oof. That didn't do so well. 2014 was The Judge. Also did not do so well. And then from then on, it's just been Avengers. (laughs) Literally from 2015 to 2019 to 2020, he's going to do another. Maybe that Iron Man 3 uh, reception didn't do him any favors. Well, I think... I think he made he probably did better with Iron Man three than he did with Due Date and The Judge and Sherlock Holmes: A Game of Shadows. I just mean to to solo a movie again. Yeah, no, you know? I, I think I think he figured it out real quick that the idea of being a movie star is dead hmm. unless you're grandfathered in from the nineties. Uh, and he was like, I gotta get, I gotta keep working for the man, you know. Well, you you also said that he was uh, really hating digital. And maybe yeah. Oh he yeah, just wants to do mo- that maybe he was just wants crazy. to do less movies and just like one. Because he's no really spring chicken movie. either. Yeah, he's like fifty or something. <laughs> so old. <laughs> I just mean uh, it's not a young man's game. But no, yeah, I then the I was watching that Keanu Reeves documentary about directors talking about film versus digital, mm-hmm. and how what we didn't know was that film only lasts like thirteen minutes per roll. So they have to change out the cartridge on the top of the big film camera every thirteen, every time you film for 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. With digital, you can just keep going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And apparently on one of the early Avengers films or some movie, Robert Downey Jr. was not having it because he was used to taking more breaks while the, they changed the film cartridge and reset up. And he was leaving like little jars of urine mm-hmm. around the set as kind of a protest, I guess, about how much he's working. Wow. Which, uh, yeah, that would suck. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, have, I, I think that a lot of these guys, like Chris Evans included, mm-hmm. they realize that outside of the safety of the Marvel uh, umbrella, they, they can't open a movie. Like mm-hmm. they can't make a big movie. Because Chris Evans, you know, he tried to do uh, a bunch of films. Or a few at least went nowhere. I even remember hearing him lamenting about like, oh, my best performances. No one's going to see them because they only know me from the Marvel Universe. Yep. I'm like, when the actor's saying that. <laughs> I think he was the the most vocal about it. Him and, yeah, him and Robert Downey Jr. were definitely, you know, I, I, I think they were feeling it out to see if they could, ha- if they could hang outside of the Marvel Universe. Hmm. Answer, they cannot. Um, I think Chris Evans still can. I think... I think he made his money, hmm. so it doesn't matter. That's very true. You know, yes. I mean? <laughs> like, that's I guess that's what I meant by he could he could, but yes, it's he definitely has the money. I was talking with a coworker about uh, how there aren't any more movie stars that have that are. I mean, if it's like you know Tom Cruise or somebody who's been grandfathered in from the previous era, right? 
there's a modern yeah right no one come up recently and mm-hmm. a lot of that's because of the industry and people expect certain things and he tried to say chadwick boseman this guy was like oh but chadwick boseman's a movie star he opened this and that I'm like, yeah he opened like biopics and already established franchises like mm-hmm. i He's got one coming out that 21 Bridges or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. Produced by the Russos who did the Avengers movies starring oh. Black Panther. Yeah. I kind of have a feeling it's going to flop pretty hard. I mean. Or at least not do gangbusters. Did he open up a movie where he is uh, part of a SWAT team uh, that has to go in? Ba-da-ba. And save people in an elevator. And then later on, he has to like save people on a bus. And then does he also have another movie where he plays a lawyer who works with the devil? And it turns out, oh, the, the, his client is the devil. I win. <laughs> That's what I do. Like, I win. You got to be able to open everything. Yeah. You, you can't just open like safe, you know. I mean, you could put an upturned broom with a bucket for a head as the next Captain America. The movie will make a billion dollars. Will Smith used to open everything. Even the worst Will Smith films were kind of like successful in a certain capacity. It's true. Tom Cruise, Sly, Arnie. I mean, this is just a different time. Cage. Oh, man. Bruce Willis at at some point. Bruce Willis when he tried. (laughs) Right. I mean, you think about Nick Cage, icon of an era. She's doing VOD because Hollywood don't want him. Don't deserve him. They don't deserve them. So far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a tough, it's a weird time in Hollywood. It's a weird time in movies. Yeah. Uh, it is a bit of a re, I don't, I don't want to say golden age, but it's a renaissance for television. Why don't you want to say golden age? Um, because I don't think the golden age was that golden, to be honest. Okay. Like what it, was the golden age? Oh, look, like I love Lucy. And, that was the golden age? Yeah. Isn't it just the golden age, whatever you consider the golden age to well, be? Or are you talking about a specific golden age that everybody just knows about? I think, yeah, I think like I Love Lucy was considered part of the golden age of television. Wow. I don't remember. I don't know the exact terminology, but that era. I mean, like female lead. You honeymooners know? and. Oh, you know, I see. You know what I mean? There was just a certain time where TV was blown. Because there was, not, I mean, it was like two channels. Okay. So oh, that was the golden age. I think so. Hmm. And... Uh, uh, but now we kind of got a resurgence of like actual quality, I want to say, in terms of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Very different yeah. uh, stories very or different uh, storytellers. Well, the market is so segmented because you got 190,000 cable channels. You got the streaming networks. You got all this stuff. YouTube. Uh, so, yeah, there's more to pick from. But I feel like there's more quality at any time when I was watching television. For sure. I mean, I was trying to find the stuff. Like, I was, like, looking at UPN back in the day. Like, I'm going to watch this UPN's channel and see if it's any good. And it was always bad. Like, everything was, like, everything was just okay. Yeah. And there was only, like, one or two shows that was just amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was, like, Homicide. Amazing. Dark Blue. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. You know, you always go back to that one show. And I felt like now there is so many of those. Like, it used to be just, like, The Sopranos and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And now there's so many of those now it's like every season there's four shows they're like this is blah, 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 blah. Yeah. it's like um, you can't handle it it's too much yeah <laughs> i guess the big one's game of thrones or the was game of thrones when sure. it was on spoilers it's over it's over and i'll tell you what happens 
I'm very relieved that it's over. I'm so tired of hearing idiots go like, uh, did you see the swords and the dragons and the garbadarch and the garpagarps? It's like, oh my gosh, guys. You guys all sound like nerds to me when you say that shit. Yeah. They do. John Stark and the wall and the wind walkers and the ice talkers or whatever the fuck. Well, for someone who hates the show, you surely know a lot of terminology. I know John Stark for (laughs) sure is a hunt. Like that's a hundred percent accurate. I know that everything else I said, I'm not sure about. Yeah. Is is it because, no, that was a different guy. I hear my coworkers just yelling about it. Hmm. I remember. Like, I know Aiden Gillen. Gillen is in that show in some capacity. He is. But I know him as Mr. Aberama Gold in Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Come at me with some Peaky Blinders stuff. That's the real deal. That's the real shit. I'm sorry. I'll never, ever see that guy as anything else. Oh, man. Like, he can disguise, he can put on any costume he wants. Yeah. But he will always be that creepy. Oh, man fucking serial killer who like cut open this lady and like put salt literally on yeah and, poured like, salt on himself and rubbed his body up against her to pour salt into her wound it was you know what's crazy about this uh, i'll never not see that that movie was a knockoff or like no it was, it was remade later right no no, no 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 it was like a knockoff kind of of that m night Shyamalan movie about the elevator see i thought that in my Shyamalan movie came later. Oh, I think they came. I thought it was time. different. I just mean M Nights is going to have a bigger. Well, M Nights was about like, like the devil, the devil. Yeah, but this one was about like a woman who gets stuck in an elevator and happens to be a serial killer, and then he's on his way. Yeah, to yeah. go like kill his victim. Yeah, I didn't think. I mean, just because they both happen in I elevators, mean, I don't feel like. I think it was one of I those. I think they're things. different stories. Like I think one was like actually set in reality, where the other one was like clearly fucking fantasy. Well, they're all fantasy, but I just mean they both. You know, it's like that um, friends with benefits. Just let's be friends, kind of. You think volcano, so? Volcano, huh? Dante's Peak, Armageddon. See, I feel like those two are much, much similar with people stuck in was, an elevator. But then it's not. They get out, though. Like, the whole movie isn't them in the elevator. Uh, most of it is, though. I don't even remember the name of this movie. I don't think we're ever going to agree. So <laughs> let's just agree to um, to agree that I'm right and then just move on. Well, I don't remember why. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I was uh, reading an interesting thing that said that uh, Money Heist Season 3 mm-hmm. was all like up there getting uh, uh, Stranger Things numbers. Oh, I believe it. They were like, Money Heist Season 3, one of the highest viewed shows on Netflix of the summer or whatever. I believe it. It's a hot show. That show, man. But I love that it's one of those hot shows that I never hear anyone talk about. Mm. You know? I only know one other person that talks to me about it, so. Yeah. Money Heist. Right. That's a fucking ridiculous show. I love that show. Yeah, come talk to me about some cool shit like Money Heist or Peaky Blinders. People talk to me about Game of Thrones or anything like that. I'm like, oh, my God. Do you watch Supernatural? No. God. No. I'll never watch Supernatural because it's terrible. Just two white bros fighting Supernatural They're shit. They're so white. Uh, yeah, I was talking to Niall. And I was like, he talks about Game of Thrones all the time. <sighs> he, you know. But he said that he finds Peaky Blinders tough to get through. Oh, my God. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> you can watch... 
nerd dragon fucking you know magical oh bullshit my God. but really real people you're like oh i don't know man it's kind every, of a slog every new nile story you come <laughs> to me with man like i've already lost respect for him for his his strange strange hang-ups He's on films weird, dude. um but that one tops it for me I won't speak to him about movies. And he's like, are you watching anything? I'll go like, sorry, I don't watch kid stuff. So I don't watch nerd shit. I don't watch like whatever you're watching. Fantasy dragon. Whatever you're watching, I'm not watching it. And whatever your opinion of it is 100% the opposite of it. (laughs) But yeah, Uh, Money Heist apparently was a very, very popular show. Very popular show. That's what I like popular, but not pop cultural and i feel like there's a difference yeah i know you like things to be cool but like only a few people know about i don't mind if everybody knows about it or enjoys it Uh i just don't want people to obsess gotcha like in episode three season four at the 14 minute mark you can see this and this. did you see the easter eggs in season four yeah like that kind of shit (laughs) oh my god there were so many easter eggs easter eggs easter eggs so yeah, I mean, we watch a lot of stuff, as you can tell by this conversation we just had. I think we were going to talk about Woo Assassins, yeah, yeah. but that was like 10 minutes ago, no, no, maybe. No, no. <laughs> Woo, Woo Assassins. So Woo Assassins um, <laughs> is a Netflix original. Um, the only reason it really came across the old uh, radar. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, well, because I'm a guy. So I'm going to say the guy radar. I think, okay. Yeah. Gaydar. Yeah. Sure. Gaidar? Gaidar? Gaidar, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, the only reason I was like, oh, this looks cool is because the Eco Awai is in it. Yeah, if you don't know Eco, uh, uh, we're talking The Raid. Sure. We're talking The Raid 2. We're talking Headshot, good ass movie. And uh, The Night Comes for Us, another good ass movie. What do you, what's the three you were saying? Triple Threat? I mean, that was a movie. He was in it. He was cool in it. It was fine. But Eco, he's popping up in things. I think he was in one of the uh, Fast and the Furious movies. He was. You see him. You see him around. You see him. He's like uh, action. They got rid of him real quick, too. Jason Stace from The Rock. They couldn't uh, handle it. Vin Diesel, like, they couldn't handle it, man. They can't have a, you can't have a real shooter <laughs> on set with a bunch of fantasy players. <laughs> Eco's like, oh yeah, you guys a are real. real sh- it's a real shooter, that one. Some bullet club shit, right? <laughs> That's what uh, John Moxie always talks about. Shota, he's like, cold dead eyes of the shooter. <laughs> but yeah, you can have a legit dude like Eco in there, man. Uh, that's what I mean. Like he he fell off pretty quick. Yeah. Too so. slow. Yeah. Him and Paul Walker had good chemistry, though. I gotta say, like him and Paul Walker probably had the best chemistry i've ever seen paul walker have with anybody he seemed like he was having a lot of fun um maybe he did well with david bell too i'm not sure about i don't know brick mentions oh yeah right but i don't just like the energy they had and i think it was fast six seven one of those maybe maybe five no 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 no. eco was was in the one when they were like parachuting the cars out of the right the thing six must have been six no it must have been seven because uh that's when they catch statham oh okay i mean i'm no expert i'm just saying 
Um, but Eco's in it. Eco's a, you know, he's like... Too fast. He's almost... I mean, I guess if you had to say who was the new guy on the block, you know, you had your Jackie Chan. Well, you had your Bruce Lees. You had your Jackie Chans. You had your Jet Lees. Um, what's his name made a run at the throne for a second, but I feel like he disappeared really quick. Mr. Elbows and Knees from The Protector. Oh, Tony John. Yeah. He came and went real fast. He's around, but yeah. I feel like Eco so- has something that yeah. Tony does. I don't know what it is because I like Tony Job, but. He was in that Triple Threat movie too, right? Eco's mm-hmm. a little, he's a little younger, a little hipper, I feel like. Yeah. A little cooler. A little Ma- taller. Maybe he picked up the English language a little faster and that's going to help him. Is mm. he? I don't know. I just look at him like the raid, like the raid and headshot and the, the night comes for us. Yeah. And then I'm like, the protector. Get Tony. No, Ja. No, I don't need this right now. I mean, like, because Eco can wear a suit. You know what I mean? Like, he feels like, I don't know. They always like. He can play the villain, too, man. That's what he I mean. He was ultra badass in The Night Comes for Us. Yeah, dude. he's really good. So Netflix, I mean, they must have crunched the numbers on whatever. Of course. <laughs> uh, uh, Eco movies were hitting Netflix and they were like, shit, people love this guy. Right. Let's give him a show. That's true. And so. um Woo Assassins is about Eko Owai. He's a chef in San Francisco. Hey. Right around the corner. <clears throat> sure. It's uh it takes place in the same uh Chinatown that Big Trouble in Little China does. I didn't see uh any old Asian dudes running around that one though. But it has a similar vibe to me hmm. in that it's like uh it mixes the fantasy and the reality. Mm-hmm. And he's a chef, and he's like, uh, he's he's kind of mobbed up with the triads a little. Definitely. Yeah. But he's... Like, he's not in the life, mm-hmm. but he has, like, acquaintances who are. Right. And, and family, I guess. And the triads are being run by this dude who's like... Well, I don't want to get too much into it, because that's kind of spoilers, but there's, like, an evil presence... Uh, kind of like an evil uh, planeteers, earth, fire, wind, water, heart. Mm-hmm. And they're called the Wu. And Eco becomes the Wu assassin Ooh. who has been, fate has decided that he's going to be the one to destroy the Wu, the evil Wu. And, uh, you know, he gets mixed up with cops. There's a lady cop. He has like friends he's working with. And uh, we're, we're only three episodes in. And at this point, he's still learning his powers and deciding how he's going to, you know, whether he doesn't even want to kill anybody. He's not a killer. Right. As he states many times. In the show. <clears throat> so many times. He's a chef. And we get uh, uh, Mark DeCasas, too. Yeah, he's great. As one of the. He, so the Wu assassin. I'm glad that guy's coming back. Has know? been uh, <laughs> uh, possessed or whatever by like a million monks or a thousand monks mm-hmm. or something. A lot of monks. He gets the power. Yeah. The of, souls. of all these monks. And one of them is Mark DeCasas, who's who's making most of the cameos for the on behalf of the monks right <clears throat> yeah so when we first started watching this I, w- I didn't have high hopes i'm not really into these kind of shows usually yes anything to do with like glowing magical shit around martial arts i kind of tune out yeah your penis gets real it's just it goes in like a turtle that seems something i don't like it's crazy <laughs> But I said, Eco, I'll give it a shot. San Francisco, big trouble in Little China. You know, there's a lot of elements working for it. And I got to watch it for the culture, man. That's what you were saying. For the culture. You know, is this going to be my Black Panther? I don't know. By the way, don't ever ask an Asian person if they've seen 
Crazy Rich Asians or that new one with Aquafina or anything that's like all Asian cast. Don't go like, oh, you've seen it, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to watch. No, you got to watch it. Why do I got to watch it? Oh, there's Asian people. Yeah. I haven't been asked those kind of questions. About Latin stuff? Yeah. No one asked if you watched that Latin Disney film? Dia de los whatever else? No, but not because I'm Latin, just because it's like, you haven't seen Coco? Oh, Coco. Because of Disney, you know? Yeah, I get that. Some, oh, you can watch Crazy Rich. You got to support the Asians, right? I'm like, yeah, I want to support the Asians, but I'm not going to support shows, movies I never watch anyways. Yeah. I just support whatever Michael Pena is in, and I feel like that's enough. <laughs> that does the <touch. laughs> um, Yeah, so I wanted to watch it for the culture. Just give it a shot. Why not? Worst case scenario, hey. it's not good. Um, when I watched it, though, I mean, there are problems. It's not a perfect show by any stretch of the imagination, but it, I will say it is very entertaining. Like when they get down to the fights, you're like, oh, yeah, they know what they're doing. Yes. This, this is not like superhero bullshit where it's like drama, 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 shitty action, pew, pew, pew. And that's it. Like it's mostly fighting. Yes. And the mythical, magical shit is pretty minimal right now. You know, I agree. It's not the like it's not a perfect show. Like the acting is a little rough. But it's it's not like it's more uh, it's more of good than bad for me. Like it's yeah. more like the stuff that's bad doesn't bother me that much. I can forgive it because I'm like, oh, you know what? It feels like a lower budget show. Oh yeah, for sure. It feels a little Canadian at some in some uh, some parts. So I can forgive certain uh, certain things. Yeah. Um, but the action. The action oh, is really man. good. Like they did not. I mean, it it starts out with just like action. Oh yeah. It, the, the opening. If <laughs> if you don't know who uh, who he is yeah. before the show, you will like two minutes in to the show. Oh yeah, you're like, oh, this guy's a serious dude. Yes, but all the action is great from from everybody, and uh, it's really funny and it's really entertaining. Yeah, it's real and light. Too. It's light. But it's like it's dramatic in all the right parts, and yeah, it just keeps it. I don't know. Like it's a forty-five minute long episodes. They just fly right by. They fly right by. Like oh man, this is over. Like some shows are a bit of a like oh come on. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it reminds me of Highlander. But do you remember <laughs> the show Highlander? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I could see that. Not, that and not that it was like bad. But it was just like you did. You didn't care because it was just like kind of cool. Well, yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a fantasy element to it, right? That makes it. You go, oh, okay. It's kind of cheesy. <laughs> like it's kind of cheesy, <laughs> right. but you go, oh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, I think of it kind of like uh, a lot of, uh, um, like John Carpenter's works. Yes. Or kind of like this is silly. Like the. Um, they live with the glasses and like put the glasses on right. and never, you know there's just certain things you go this is kind of cheesy but that's kind of part and parcel with the genre and the show that you're watching right uh as i watched it i was like it's a much more tolerable version of those really uh dreary moody uh uh defenders shows that were on netflix mm, for a while like right. luke cage and jessica <laughs> jones and like definitely whatever i never watched iron fist but i right. heard nothing but bad things about it this looks kind of like let's just let, let let's let the asians do it right. we've been ripping off their culture to make our shows <laughs> for a long time let's just give them one yeah you know it's 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 
very fun. Uh, it's very entertaining. Yeah. So I can forgive a lot of the cheesiness or the corniness yeah, of I mean, some of the some of the things. Not everything is bad, but like some of the he CG is really rocking it for me, man. Some of the CG is real bad. That's what I mean. Like the CG is bad, but like it's not even you like, don't mind oh, that it's bad. it's kind of bad. It's like right. this is bad. Well, it's kind of like oh, you know what, guys? I don't mind that you saved money on this yeah. because I prefer that you focused. Yeah, on this. Like, that's time, what it felt like. They gave time for the real fight scenes. I'll say that. Exactly. Like that the the scenes uh well the action scenes never feel rushed. Yeah. Um and they're just really uh they're put together really well. Oh yeah. Um and uh yeah, I don't know. I I really like it. Yeah, it's, I was I'm surprised cuz it was it definitely is that not in between but it's just that perfect you know what it kind of feels like, like? It all kind of works. The the the, the type of their uh, the shooting style that they're doing, yeah. the, the look of it. Um, God, it's I haven't seen any nudity yet, mm-hmm. but I've heard a lot of f bombs. So yeah. they uh, they weren't afraid to go a little r. Yeah. It kind of I don't know if you ever watched these. They were on Saturday morning sometimes, and they were like live action, not Power Rangers, <laughs> but not far off either. Mm. I forget what they were called, but. They were just like live action shows where people were fighting and there was like cheesy shit happening. Hmm. I don't remember the name. But anyways, it's like that where it's not a serious, serious show. Right. But it's not a goofy, you know, over the top comedy either. It's like. It feels very Canadian though. Yeah. Like not like psych, but. It was a low budget like aspect. Motive to it. and all these kind of. There's definitely a. We didn't have the time or the budget to really put some, a lot of effort into making everything look great. It's just like, yeah, we're going, go, 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 right. shoot fast. But the act, see, I feel like the acting is really, uh, is, is what, uh, is the acting or the action, the action and oh. the acting like the The acting is not bad. Uh, uh, the acting from the, uh, the bad guy. Oh, the main bad the guy. The main bad guy. Yeah, yeah. He's so good. Um, and I feel like, uh, Eco is really just, I really like him in this. Yeah. I think he's really good, but the, uh, the main bad guy is so good, man. It's hard yeah. to get that act to not get excited old. about that guy. When you see him, you'll recognize him. He's kind of like, um, the modern day Kerry Fukunawa or whatever the, not Fukunawa. Mm. Well, if you've seen uh, mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. <laughs> the bad guy from mortal Kombat. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was also in Showdown in Little Tokyo yes. and Rising Sun. He was like the yes. go-to Jap for a while. <laughs> yeah. Japanese. Guy. Yes. Thank you. Say the whole word. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot I'm only Chinese. I can't. Jeez. I can hate the Japanese, though. That's my in my blood. Um, but yeah, he's like the no, new go-to guy. I keep seeing him pop up everywhere. And he's super cool. Yeah. And he's not like, hello, I am a bad guy. Like he's, you know, more Americanized. Yeah. He's like a Lex Luthor kind oh, of Oh, for sure. For that's what I feel like. That's what he would be cast as. You could easily bring him in as Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even have to change his name, you know? No. He's great. So I think like that That guy's really keeping me in this show. Yeah. Um, the guy who was Shatterstar <laughs> in Deadpool 2. Right. Um, he's in it. Yeah, we as haven't a, seen him for a while. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's a real like sleazy kind of guy. He plays a pretty cool guy in this one too. Yeah, he looks good. I like the uh, yeah. I mean, there there's a lot of fun characters, and but yes, the, there are some moments where the acting is not. Like yeah. I said, it it just feels like the money was put somewhere else. You know, yeah. it was really 
and they get right to everything. Oh, know? for sure. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they almost don't explain enough because you're kind of like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's the Wu assassin now? Okay. Okay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Who's this girl instructing him? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Some, We're going to find out. Some mystical, mythical chick telling him what's what. But I yeah. know you're having a hard time with her. She's right. gotten a little better as the show's gone on. Her, the fir- her first appearance, I was like, oh, first day on set? Mm. Rough, huh? But yeah, when they cut into the action, like everyone gets a piece too. It's not just Eco. Right. The female cop gets a piece. The Her friend is his the friend. restaurant owner. Who's in Fight Club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. She's good. She's like fighting for money. And yeah, everyone gets to fight and they're all pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then the Mark... Uh, Dacostas. Yeah. Then we get to see him. Man, the guy is cool as shit, too. He is. It's a real who's who of, like, cool Asian dudes. Yeah. You know? And then you got that security Asian chick who they, we just saw a fight in episode three. Oh, yeah. Between the restaurateur and the security chick for the big the big bass, the big bad man, mm-hmm. the big boss. They had a good fight scene. Yeah. She's cool, too. Yeah. They don't really draw out the fight scenes, either. It's real... I mean, there's some obviously like it's not real, mm-hmm. but they try and keep it as grounded and fast as possible. There's no prolonged fight scene. It's like boom, 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 yeah, boom. Yeah, it's boom, not the done. night comes for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like a masterpiece of how long can we draw this fight no, scene no. out, you know. But it's still really good for the, for the plot. Mm-hmm. Like it works well with the story. Yeah. Um, it gives you just enough. Like it, it, it doesn't give you like it times everything out really well, I feel. Yeah. In the yeah. show. No, I, I'm definitely surprised how much I enjoy because they've kept the the faff of like spirits will inhabit you yeah. and, and flames and green, you know, beams shooting out of your hand or whatever that lame shit is. And even the melodrama is not that bad. Nah, they've kept know? it real. Like uh, it kind of yeah, it reminds me of uh, like ninety or nineties ish types uh, hour long police procedurals. Yeah. Where it's like someone's just walking along and it's like, oh, hey, it's the local guy who worked at the local shop and I know him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Eco's cool. It's a real ensemble cast. I'll say that. Like it's not, Eco's not having to carry the whole thing on his shoulders, which I think is good because as good as he is at what he does, mm-hmm. I don't think he could handle, you know, uh, Walter Whiting a whole show right. or Tommy Shelbying a whole show by himself. That's why you have that 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 older guy, or that other guy. Yeah. Now he know? could. That's what I mean. Like he's the he's clearly the actor oh, <laughs> in man. this movie. He's so good. Or in this show. He was in Altered Carbon too. He was really good in that. Yeah. He's great. Like he just feels like he's the theater guy. Yeah. And um but yeah, I agree. Like wait, but when Eco's like turns it on. Yeah. Just for the fighting and it's like, oh oof. Yeah. The forearms. Eco's no joke, man. Right. Like, I think it's, this is like, oh, this is easy. Learning the English lines is harder for him. <laughs> exactly. But he does a good job. And I'm, yeah. I was impressed that, uh, like there is, that, that I liked it so much and that how well it came out. And I, I'm yeah. really, I'm pleasantly surprised and I, I'm really glad that hey, it, man. uh, that it's, that I like it. Netflix does it again, you know, yeah. but we're only three episodes in. It's a 10 episode season. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. But, you know, I watched it. Originally, I was kind of ready to write it off. Like, I watched it. Like, I'll give it a shot for the culture, mm-hmm. for my people. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's got some cheese and elements that if there was too much of it, I'd be like, give me a fucking break, people. I can't, I can't listen to mysticism 
all day long. Right. But they keep it uh, they keep it real minimal and it's pretty much only in his head. Right. Where a lot of it happens. I like the tricks of like sometimes he's Mark Dacasas and sometimes he's him and people can't like he can take another form so everyone sees him as somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's it does, you know what it really reminds me of some shit that would have been on uh uh UPN back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like uh the Sentinel. Yeah. <laughs> or Nowhere Man. <laughs> Or any of these yeah. kind of uh, like the Invisible Man television show, just something like that, but right. a little more. Yeah, you just want to. Eco's so easy to root for in this one. He he really like, is. He's, he's pure of heart. It's how they yeah, described him as. You he's know? a real nice guy in this one. Real good, good chap, good fellow. So yeah, it's been pretty good. You know, if you're interested in a fun, if a little corny at times show, but still overall pretty good, I definitely recommend. Yep. Support the culture. Of Asian people. I like how they keep like, and they had to kind of Jean-Claude Van Damme him a couple times. Oh, yeah. Because they were like, you don't look Chinese. I'm half. Indochina. <laughs> half Indochina, half Chinese. I mean, it gets complicated because, um, you know, like Japan and China and Spain, all these countries. China went everywhere, man. They, uh, they laid the... Um, they, they didn't let America be the only ones doing some imperialistic bullshit. Right. Like one of my coworkers is from Burma. Mm-hmm. And she says her family's Chinese because the Chinese, uh, a lot of Chinese people went there to escape whatever was going on during Mao at the time. So Burma, Indochina, that whole area is kind of real wishy-washy, I guess. So I'll let it go. Good for you. I mean, is it... Way to rise above it. But like if a Japanese guy plays a Chinese guy, mm-hmm. is that a problem? I don't know. I think that uh, depends. I think maybe that person would do it better justice than yeah. somebody not familiar with the culture at all. Yeah. I mean, it's close. Like you feel like that person would, uh, given that they're also a minority, would want somebody if, if yeah. for it to be the reverse. Like I feel like <laughs> white people wouldn't even think about that but i feel other people would think about that also we're talking about uh chris evans uh you know artists and creatives yeah like is chris evans jewish is it weird that he played a jewish guy you know i'm still having a hard time with that one i think a lot of it has to do with context like if we're making a movie in china Mm -hmm. and we're having a chinese actor play a japanese guy i don't know Mm mm-hmm I don't know about that. Right. That gets a little, I don't know. But oh. in America, I feel like if, we, if, we, if you get close, <laughs> if you get in the same subcontinent, thank goodness. we're okay. Well, well, we'll fight the next battle next time. But thank you for not making them completely white. Right. Exactly. Got the baby steps of the battle. Fortunately. So, yeah, I mean, Woo Assassins, we definitely Woo recommend it. It's a Woo good time. Woo, Woo, Woo. Agreed. I'm surprised how much you liked it. So am I. <laughs> like it just, you know, because I, I love, um, I love that guy. Yeah. And I love just like coo, 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 kind of fight scenes. Um, it also helps that we get to watch the B-roll and go like, I know that place. <laughs> Been there. Wow, um, they made that place look really nice. Oh, it never looks well, that nice. I didn't know there was a jingle town in uh, San Francisco that's, near the docks. But that's okay. when you get into some real nerd <laughs> stuff where it's like the cop is staying in Oakland in jingle town. But somehow the San Francisco police she show She calls up. the cops, SFPD show up. You're like, what? 
It's like, um, you don't realize it when you don't live there, but all the shots of someone driving across the uh, Golden Gate Bridge to go to, <laughs> to, go to Oakland. <laughs> no one takes the Golden Gate Bridge for anything else other than the scenic route because there's nothing. It's well, just, you're going up to... Um, you go to Marin. Yeah. Yeah. But no one, no one in the movies is going to Marin. I guess the no. only time it works is when they're driving to... Or they're driving to San Francisco. No, no, no. Um, from San Francisco to the prison. What's it called? But that's still... You can't get around there. You have to go... You have to go all the way around. But it's you'd not go even close. Yeah, so you'd take like the Golden Gate Bridge north. Right. You get go out through Marin. Cut through Marin, come back down. Go to San Quentin. Yeah, go to San Quentin. That's right. Isn't San Quentin It's where the Richmond Bridge is. But it's is it before the Richmond Bridge or after It's on the other side, so it's in Marin. Yeah, so you'd have to go up to the uh if you were in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, and you were yeah. going to San Quentin. You'd hop on that Golden Gate, right? Yeah, I mean, if you were deep into San Francisco, for sure. Yeah, if you were, like, hanging out near the ferry building or something. No. No? If you were hanging out in the ferry building, then you would want to go the other way. That would take be the Bay Bridge? Yeah, that would be faster. Okay, let's say you're G-Daily Square, then. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm talking about, like, you have to live by... Because uh, you know where the Golden Gate Bridge is, right? It's really far into San Francisco. I've never been on it before. I don't know. No? it's You know where the Exploratorium used to be? Yeah. We're going to get real Bay Area. But do you remember where the ex- where yeah, like Golden yeah, Gate yeah, Park yeah. and where the Exploratorium? Yeah. Oh, it's all the way back there. Like Honey Hive. Right, 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 right. By remember the way, how long it took ocean, us to get to the Honey Hive? Ocean Beach. Exactly. Okay. Like all the way back there. Well, anyways, that was a nice trip through San Francisco with their it arm was. You know what I do love? I love the um, when I see people taking the, uh, the trolley. Yeah. It's like, does anybody take that? I do. Do you take it up and down the... Just like randomly or just for fun? Sometimes when I come back from buying film, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's, it is faster to hop on the trolley. It's more expensive. Oh. But instead of waiting, because they have to either go like two blocks south, hop on a bus. Mm-hmm. and But if I'm like eating lunch up there, mm-hmm. it's literally across the street. So it's more expensive. It is. So why is he taking it then? Um, I don't know. I mean, because it's a cool shot, dude. <laughs> It, I'm, oh, I'm gonna set something in San Francisco and not use those I trolleys. I mean, good for them though for getting uh, use of the trolleys. Um, but yeah, you get to see some San Francisco shots. Yeah, it's um, nice. But overall, and they make it look nice too. They do. They're not doing any day, real daytime shots <laughs> because because uh, good luck filming. That's expensive. You got to you got to you know. I mean, it's Chinatown during the day. Oh my god, that would be crazy. No, thank you. No way. Too many people. Too many Chinese people, especially. <laughs> um, but I'm really surprised that I that I like this show. Yeah. Um, but it, it it's it is that perfect balance for me because it's not too into the f- fantasy and it's not too into uh, it's not too dramatic. Yeah, I know. It's just that perfect. Uh, it just keeps going. It keeps moving. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. They don't get bogged down too much shit. Yeah, it's fun. It's entertaining. Yeah. It's just fun. Like I wouldn't say it's a. Well, I wouldn't say it's like a quality program necessarily. Right. But it's definitely very entertaining. Like you watch it, you can turn your brain off and just enjoy. I'm hooked when I watch it. Eco and the crew going like just tearing it up. Yep. Yeah, I can't a, wait for them to all get together at some point. You know? That definitely, you know, the title is very, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's like leading you along because mm. you think he's the Wu assassin. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's got these friends that aren't necessarily having 
you know anything to do with it right now mm-hmm. title of the uh, the show is woo assassins Ooh. plural <laughs> so it's and then they all have the they all got the tattoo when they were younger that's true i wonder if this is all gonna come back around mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um yeah so woo assassins it's fun again like don't really go in thinking you're gonna get some i i think of it kind of like altered carbon okay where altered carbon wasn't it was fun i love it it's a great like show Z nation is uh, that too far? Uh, not that deep. Okay. Because Z Nation is like parody almost. Okay. It's ridiculous. Gotcha. But it is closer to something like um, Black Summer. Okay. Where it's like, you know, The Walking Dead is like the straight up, the legit version right. of like, we all we all can appreciate it. It's a, it's a quote good show, even though it fell apart after the second season. Right. Where I feel like Black Summer or this is more like the the punk rock, like, right? you know, you'd find it in the DVDs in the video store or something kind of section, not like a real, not like a legit show that's going to win or get nominated for anything. It's just entertaining. It's pure entertainment. I love it. You love it. For the culture. More than you love me. I mean, that's a, that's a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> I love it more than I love your acting skills. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I agree. They need some work. So we watch Woo Assassin. Woo Assassins. Woo Assassins. More to come. Woo Assassins. And, <laughs> more to come. Uh, that's what he said. And then um, we also watch a show or got a couple depths into the new season of uh, Glow. Glow. That's a great show, too. Also set in the eighties, but not oh not my in God. your like shoved down your throat in the eighties. Yeah, like we complained about Stranger Things, <laughs> and I think justifiably so. Like I think even people who like the show, yeah, are kind of like, what is going on? Yeah, it's hilarious because when you watch Glow, all three seasons, there has been there have been less eight like eighties references in a show set in the eighties like Glow. If you combine every like 80s reference from all three seasons of Glow, it would still be less than one episode of the new season of Stranger Things Absolutely. by a lot. By a lot. We watched two episodes. I don't recognize, aside from the Challenger exploding, which is like, right, okay, but there hasn't been any product placement or ridiculous 80s movie show references or anything like that, even though it would make the most sense because they are in Las Vegas right. and they are uh, you know doing pro wrestling. Right. It would all make sense. <laughs> yeah. They don't do it. But uh, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that the, the, it's night and day that there aren't any uh, references. Yeah. But new season's going pretty good. Two episodes in, you know, I was like, there's a bit more drama, not as much wrestling. What are you going to do? Not as much wrestling, a little bit more drama. Um, characters are growing and characters learning. Characters are great. Yeah, we're, we're, we're very blah, much blah, blah, blah. into like a character based show. Not bad um i feel like we're learning more about characters individually yeah um because it's less it's less about like will this show go on mm-hmm. we'll we be able to pull this off like they kind of got it now so right it's not quite as exciting well it'd be interesting to see what the conflict sh- comes with you yeah. know is it gonna be can they maintain it or oh, yeah. are they gonna be replaced or you know i feel like they introduced gina davis as the uh something you know it's gonna be the real point of conflict will the show be able to go on maybe she'll cancel it right. Who knows? i hope they have an end game hmm. set up because mm-hmm. it's kind of getting to that point for me i think this is the last season no 
I don't know. Oh. I just hope they do have some kind of like. Right. Some kind of wrap up. We know where we're going. Gotcha. We have a. Okay. A leads to B leads to C. We don't want to just end it. You just don't want to take a random ride somewhere off some dirt road. I don't know what that means. Like you just don't, you need to like know where you're going to end up. You don't need to just go along for the journey. And oh, I'm, al- I'm along for the journey. Mm-hmm. I just hope they, you know. But what if it never ends and you just keep riding and riding I mean, I don't and want riding to... and riding and riding what I mean and it is, never ends? I want it to end. I like things that end. I go beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. So I hope they have an ending. I, wa- I like things to be ended. It doesn't have to be a nice, neat ending either. Right. I just, I just want it to end. I don't want to just go like, oh, we'll be back next season. And then there's no next season. Oh, I see. I don't want to end on a cliffhanger of like, well, we'll be back. And then you don't come back. <laughs> Apparently the OA got canceled and that was a, quite the uh, hubbub. OA? Mm-hmm. The Brit Marling oh, drama hey. <laughs> thing. I don't know what it is. I never watched it. Oh, hey. But I heard it was good. Oh. Did two seasons, and I guess they didn't wrap it up, and they didn't make it to a third. <sighs> it's life. Personally, I think every season, every show should end in a way that's like, if we don't come back, this is a could be considered an ending. Don't leave me on a cliffhanger. That's ridiculous. Like, even the way season two ended of Glow. They were going to Vegas to do a show. Right. Hey, maybe it worked out great for them. Who knows? That would have been a fine ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they got to continue the dream just somewhere else. But yeah. How you like in the first two episodes of Glow? It's all right. Yeah. Yep. You know, I'm not uh, annoyed by the characters. Yeah, that's good. I think uh, this show had a could get close to that like Orange is the New Black kind of annoyance oh, of characters yeah. if it really wanted to. Um, but yeah. I like it all right. I'm interested to see where where it's uh, where it's gonna go and where the conflict is because yeah. right now it just seems to be we're pros. just getting back into where the characters are and oh, how yeah. you know the road is taking a toll on them or uh, oh yeah just living in Vegas or living in a hotel and I mean I the know. problems you know they used to live in a shitty hotel right now living in a really nice hotel you know right it's an upgrade. I mean, Mark Maron is really, you know, laying it all out there. Jeez, Mark Maron. Maybe put it back in your vagina because you really are is. really saying your emotions in a way that's unattractive. He's really throwing it out there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want to see you know, them get back into the wrestling. Yeah. I'm interested in that. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Gina Davis, that's exciting Davis. to see. So Multi-ethnic lesbian couple having their issues Mm -hmm. very it's all very cute so far that's what i'll say about the problems a lot of the girls have Mm -hmm. they're not like really real problems or really dramatic problems they're like cute little problems right so i I like that i don't want i don't necessarily need like my husband's abusing me kind of drama right you know it's wrestling you don't want that no so don't bring it up yeah no don't bring it up if your husband's abusing you just don't talk to me about it. I don't want to. I don't need that crap in my I life. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't need that kind of drama. I've got things to do. If it happens, don't come to you. Don't. Don't come knocking. <laughs> Not on my door. Not ever.
If some fudge packer you're dating gets elected into the White House. And he's having you down to Camp David. And you want someone to share the moment with. Don't come knocking. Not on my door. Do you get me, sweetheart? Oh, it's Jack classic, Nicholson, you know? classic Jack Nicholson. That's probably my favorite Jack Nicholson role. Mm. That was a good one for him. Everyone says the Joker, and he's good. I like the Joker, but man, as good as it gets, he was ridiculous. Oh. Uh, off the chain hook. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Put the pussy on the chain wax. So yeah, that's, that's there's not been a lot, but that's a lot, you know, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean... Two, two shows I got to get through now. Two shows to get through now. Very different shows. Yeah. I mean, the variety of the shows that Netflix throws on is oh, insane. And I'm really surprised that more people aren't on it. Um, There's also one we added to the queue called The Naked Director, which is about kind of how the Japanese modern porno business got started. I want to watch that. I think I'll save yeah, that Yeah, I know. You've later. said it like a hundred times to me. I'm not really into Asian porn. So I am fascinated by the story, though, because gotcha. the... the um, cultural history of japan in regards to how christianity really put the chokehold on their budding sexuality after world war ii is very fascinating i think that's right you know things got like they i don't understand why they censor it though like the porn if you watch jap like real japanese porn they pixelate they won't pixelate um anything but the genitals it's so strange that's why I think they really move towards like tentacle stuff because you don't have to pixelate that or I don't know. Bukake. I don't think you have to pixelate semen. So it's just interesting the types of porn that came out of necessity because they couldn't show certain things. They had to uh, improv and figure out a different way to do porn. I don't know if this show will address that, but it's interesting. So Andrew, can I come back in the room now? Were you done? <laughs> Get out of here. Like, you told me that you 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 slow like you whispered for me to leave yeah. and then can I come back now? Wait, were you done? Yeah. Oh, okay. What were you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um. Yeah, that looks interesting as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many. Uh, so many options. So many. Options. Netflix gives us so many options. Praise be to Netflix. <laughs> My one and only true God. The one true God. Who gives? Who can giveth, and taketh away? Rest in peace, OA season three. And it's interesting that Netflix is red, you know, mm. like the logo's red. Like the devil. Like the devil. No, wait, Netflix spelled backwards and then upside down. And then you add a couple of letters. Yeah. Equals Satan. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Rocket fuel malt liquor will make you. Oh no! Anaconda malt liquor will make you. Ooh, what? Woo! And we all know that Apollo is. <laughs> so glow. Yeah. Yeah. So far, so good. Um, it'll be interesting to see where they end it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, where the where the conflict kind of comes up and if it's just a conflict of like who's ruth gonna choose between her hot boyfriend and mark Marin, then are we saying are we saying that are we officially saying that guy's hot or? <laughs> no oh, <way>. okay 
<laughs> but I uh, I almost got through it. So yeah. thanks for that. Um, but I, I hope it's not just a drama between yeah. the two of them. So, but who knows? Who we'll knows? Yeah, they'll work it out, I'm sure. Work it out. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that was about all we watched, right? There wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. I revisited um, a classic movie from the 90s. Oh, okay. As I uh, often 90s. want to do. Yeah, The Addams Family. Oh, well, the new trailer for The Addams Family animated feature came yeah. up. Yeah. And it got me nostalgic for the original. Sure. Because I was like, this cartoon is cartoon. I need to see some real line yeah. reading. Um, and I always love going back to The Addams Family. It's such a w- interesting... It's a really interesting movie. Like, the cast is amazing. Oh, yeah. And of the times, it was amazing. And even now, I mean... But, man, Raul Julie was so... It was ridiculous. So good in that. Like, it is... It's bizarre that people don't talk about that movie as much because that, that is a movie yeah. I, I go back to. And it is, it is for me, a, 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 a timeless, as we said, like stands the test of time for me. Like I can go back and yeah. I can watch that and like it every single time. Yeah. I watch it. it was before you saw technology, like cell phones and stuff in right. films. So it kind of holds up. There's no real, not a lot of pop culture references either. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. Just a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, I mean, it uh, in the goth girl circle. Oh my god, it yeah. is still a very prevalent, relevant film. Yes, but in general pop culture, yeah, I don't think so. It's such a weird like they played it so straight, and that's why it's so funny. Yeah, and at the same time, like they're th- this weird family, like the, the way that they acted is makes it just so easy to like them as well. Yeah, like they're very likable. The thing time. I noticed about the trailer for the new one mm-hmm. is actors i'm sure they were told to say it like this but they would deliver lines that were jokes very almost self-aware it was a joke Mm -hmm. like they were saying like here's the punchline to the joke whereas in the a 90s movie or whenever it was released the actors just kind of threw lines away yeah like they were they didn't they weren't playing it up like it was a joke so much and that was kind of the joke in and of itself right yeah yeah, so I go back to that movie every time, and it's like... It's always great. What about in here? I don't think so. <laughs> Uncle Knickknack's summer wardrobe. Uncle Knickknack's winter wardrobe. Uncle Knickknack. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so, like, I don't know. There's so many good things about that movie, and yeah. I really love going back. So if you want to go back and rewatch a 90s classic I mean, you could the watch Adams it. Family is amazing. Just for Raul Julio's performance alone. <sighs> yeah. Because as a kid or whatever, you don't really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But as you watch it and as an adult, he just has this like, he's 100% invested in the character <laughs> and what's going on. There's no, there's no Raul Julia. Yes. There's no ego. Yeah. He's just straight up Gomez Adams. Mm-hmm. You know, Daniel Day-Lewis watched this and was like, oh, this is how you do it. Yeah. This is how you, this is how you method act. I didn't kill my mother. It was an accident. <laughs> Hello, Sally. <laughs> Mr. Adams, please stop calling. We don't know where the witches meet. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's so invested in the character. And as an, as an adult, when you watch it, it's like, man, he really went for it in this it movie. really good. And he didn't have to. And it's, it's really interesting. And yeah, uh, that's a, 
a movie I always go back to and go like, wow, yeah. this is great. It's great. It's great. Back when they, I mean, they would hire more seasoned theater type actors, whereas now it's all models and like pretty people. Right. Not to say Raul Julia wasn't pretty. I just mean, you know, that wasn't the number one reason he was on the call list. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that'll about do it for this week, unless you got anything else. Um, no, I think that was it. Yeah. I won't. I'll leave my uh, controversial stance on the Godfather films to myself. Save it for the vlog, Maria. I wrote a whole blog about it, so it'll be up. Um, it'll be up uh, tomorrow because uh, I post every Monday. So Every Monday, new content. New guys. content every Monday, guys. That's me. All right. Well, uh, until then, we'll probably hear. You'll probably hear from us next week. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? You gonna be around? Uh, no comment. Can we make plans? Nah, you and me. Well, let's talk off the air. But and then we'll see you next week. And until then, and then you. I'm not angry. I think it's funny. Ha 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 ha.